0: Hello and welcome to behind the scenes they call me Stepney, and today I am joined by Kate Sweeney, um, Kate in Kent. Um, it's good to have you, Kate. How are
1: you? I'm good. Thank you very much, um, Stephanie.
0: Stephanie, What's Stephanie. Steph- <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry. I, I I get it all the time as well. I was I was doing one of these and um, I totally got everybody's name mixed up. And you know, I had it written down in front of me, but because I had a list of about thirteen different names, um, I just got kept on getting mixed up. Uh, so. <laughs> <I'm
1: dyslexic. laughs> excuse now
0: but. it's fine yeah like i said it's totally fine it's all part and parcel that's what happens um i thought it was people. like
1: on the yellow bit i thought it i thought it was like your um hashtag
0: oh no 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 you know what it's, it's a name that stuck with me since i was young and um one of my friends david uh he he started calling me Stephanie. we all had names for each other um that uh-huh you took the first letter and you tried to find the name for someone so Stepney stuck with me um and um yeah some people he got to keep his own name which was quite weird and but you know it, it's always been like that and um some people had some really funny names that were yeah yeah I was
1: called Kit Kat <laughs> at school Kit Kat like the Kit
0: type of okay yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, in yeah last year of primary school People were like bored of yeah they were like oh what can we call you and then yeah Kit Kat stuck but I'm like, I have a bit of chocolate <laughs> so that's probably why I was always like buying up the chocolate
0: yum 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 how do you eat going kit? because kit. say how would you uh, eat a Kit Kat properly? Uh,
1: you munch at it. I don't know. Okay,
0: I oh, know it? there's some people, some people do different ways and um, oh yeah.
1: yeah yeah I I bit off yeah I would bite off the Kit. And then it says K A T, and then I'd make an E. I'd engrave an E in, and then it was like Kate's. Oh, that's probably <laughs> how the—that's probably how it stuck because I would do that with with them, and people were like, "What are you doing to your Kit Kats? You're not like munching it. You're not licking it. Why are you putting your nail in it?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm writing Kate." <laughs> but, <yeah.
0: laughs> so, see, and that's, that's that's how these names stick.
1: Yeah. Stephanie, I had a Stephanie um, lovely orange hair when I lived in South America, a friend, and she was actually Canadian. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, I'm Stephanie, Stephen, this is my formal Stephanie. name, but yeah, they, they call me Stephanie.
1: Okay, Stephanie.
0: Um, so, right let's get into our into our chat and um, again once again it's good to have you with us and um, I'm gonna start with the the opener this is the one that I usually open with most people um, tell us a little bit about who you are who is Kate in Kent
1: okay um so I was born in the storm uh, I don't I don't really mention it and I kind of forget because I was obviously a Baby, and I've only just been born, but I was born in the great storm of 1987 where um, it was quite chaotic. And um, I actually um, didn't see my mum straight away um, because my mum had to be put to sleep uh, to save both our lives. And I actually saw my dad first, and my dad didn't really know what to do with me. <laughs> and he was hoping that I was a boy because I had a sister, it's only like 18 months older than me. So yeah, my dad was a bit like, oh, Got the baby, and the... uh, so yeah, the nurse like nagged at him because um he called me a prune because I was quite shrivelled up. I was a day late. I'm not very good at timings anyway. So yeah, I think it started from there. I was a day late, but who wants to come out when there's a storm going about to happen? But um yeah, I came out and I was uh, quite tall. I'm taller than my sister, um and that's that's quite weird actually. Everyone always thought I was five foot seven but I stopped growing at five foot five and a half, the same quite as Harry Potter. And actually I wanted to be like his standing, but I wasn't allowed to cause I'm a girl. And uh, <laughs> I actually, I've grown twice since um, over like five years. Um, people say you can start, if your platelets on your head are not full, fully done, you can keep growing in your thirties. And I went to the doctor to confirm this year cause I've grown again. And uh yeah, it's quite cool because now I am five foot seven and I know people used to go, oh you're five foot seven. I'm like, no, it's just because I've got a long neck, a long face and long arms. I'm like, I'm not, but now I am. So I can stop um lying on uh just I mean, it was only modelling, I'd tell a little bit of a fib. Uh, I'd put a quip up and I'd be like, Yeah, I'm five foot seven and I'd wear high heels. Uh but then now it doesn't matter, everyone's all different heights. So yeah, I mean I modelled in Spain, I got away with that, they didn't care um so yeah but we're here to talk about acting aren't we More
0: than modeling and behind the scenes what really goes on well yeah it's funny you say that because um obviously modeling is is part of the industry and um you know whether you're acting and you're promoting something you have to model for pictures as you do um so it's all it's all included is you know it's it's, there's no there's no there's, there's no gray areas um it's all part of what what we do and uh what you do should i say um so um modeling at five, four, seven. you know what? i didn't know anything about growing you know i didn't know anything about the plates in your head and all that sort of thing about growing um
1: yeah there's uh, different reasons why people grow i mean i was taking vitamin d tablet for my sugar levels so that might be to do with it because i was taking it for two years because i had uh, gestational diabetes um so yeah it might be to do with that and also the sun like we've had some great this summer was so good, um, so I think I just like the flowers. I just grew a little bit.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think I can grow anymore. You never <laughs> and know. <it's> funny, <laughs> oh, at six one, I, I think I'm I think I'm done. <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned Harry Potter because um, I, I was a stand in in the in the Deathly Hallows. I, I stand I stood, was a standing for Blaze. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I knew a lot of the first unit and second unit. Uh, Standings and stuff like that, and they were they were all fantastic. You know, we had a we had a great laugh on set, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those stories, I guess. Um, so I, I
1: did apply to be in Harry Potter, and I was in jury service, and I didn't get my phone in time because you're not allowed to find jury service. No. so I missed. I missed
0: out. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, one, it, 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 one one of the one of the things I'll say about Harry Potter is um, Daniel Radcliffe himself absolutely. Top, 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 top person. First day on set, and he, he comes up to me and he he introduces himself. He's like, "Hi, I'm Daniel," and I'm I'm there going, "Of course, I know who you are. Um, <laughs> Why well, do you want to know who I am?" But you know, <laughs> he said, oh, hi, Stephen. You know, good to see you around set." He was absolutely lovely. Um, they, they they all were. They all were. You know, the the cast, yeah. the crew. Every it, it was like a family, a family um, environment. Is it true... God,
1: is it true that you have to earn your wand? to be on set like to use it you have to go to wand camp i don't yep. know
0: i heard yep um yeah. i i, that I went to it wand... one yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's fine now the films are done so it's totally cool um but yeah i had to go to i had to do uh, a saturday i think it was um of one training and you had to learn the, the there were five attacks and five defense moves that you had to, like the five common ones that you had to, you had to use and uh, learn, um, and then yeah, you were given a wand. <laughs> oh, uh, that oh. was quite fun. Um, still
1: got your wand.
0: No, you, you never got to keep it. That was the thing. Oh. Is you just you? It, it was just while you were on set. I would have loved to have kept it. um And it was just like was just a wooden a wooden wand, basically. You know, nothing special. But yeah, they, everyone was different. I mean, they spent so much time and craft on, on on everything on that on that show um but yeah unfortunately like with all props and everything else and um, you just don't you just never get to keep it never mm. it's, yeah it is what it is like i said it, it's on everything you do you know you've got people that would have done loads of stuff and would, would have loved to take them parts of the costume or you know props or something like that but they take it all back in
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, they need they need to reuse it
0: yeah yeah give
1: it back if they've hired it
0: yep um if you could explain to us what it is exactly you do so you're you're kate and kent what 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 things does kate and kent do
1: um so i'm a, like a comedy actress and then i do a little bit modeling on the side and have a little ebay business um and um the thing that i'm currently doing is um drawing and illustrating children's books um so what do i do or what have i done um i've had some crazy like good opportunities like i got a phone call from my agent saying oh you've got green eyes and i was like yeah um um my mum and dad both have green eyes so apparently only two percent of the population do but i just see it as yeah green eyes and it was to be a clown. They were like, "Oh, we think like clowns are scarier if they have green eyes," or that's what uh, the production would... people were aiming. Like, want yes. <laughs> so I spent like two hours in makeup um, to become a clown, and um, it was a great series called "The Great um, Great Night Out," and um, basically one of the cast members had a phobia to clowns and I was in the hospital and it made them start to have palpitations and um, the other actors thought that he was about to have a heart attack, but really didn't want to tell them that he has this clown phobia. But when we started filming, I did have like clown shoes and they were so big that I got given like little pumps, like trainer pumps to put underneath. And I started um, obviously walking down the corridor, but I started to trip up like the crew members um, especially the camera guy, and so I had to actually take them off at the end because uh, it was um, my big old feet. <laughs> I don't think I've got.
0: I don't think, uh, if I can find that one, I'll, I'll put it up. But um yeah, I do. I do have you in full in in full clown costume somewhere. Yeah. um I'll try and find
1: and it, it. wasn't like so long. It was because they were so wide. Because you know, like they're like bubbles clown feet are like yeah they're just different sort of shoe um, so the, yeah that was really cool and they 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 took that picture so i was like i'll keep it but i showed it to my daughter recently and she got really spooked out because kids get all scared by all that stuff because <laughs> even some adults uh, so i didn't go home like that
0: I, d- I didn't know green-eyed clowns was a scary thing i mean <laughs> it's news uh,
1: yeah apparently green eyes are scarier
0: all right. <laughs> um, talk about some of your other jobs then. Let's 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 go through some of your other jobs. Uh, what sort of, what sort? Of, uh, what, tell us about some of your other jobs and what it's been like.
1: Okay. Um. So uh, I got to perform with Lee Evans. That was really cool at the O2. But I kind of blagged on my um my por- I do It was called a portfolio, but like my show reel. Oh, I didn't really have much of a show back then. Um. So. I said I could sing, right? And it's not that I can't sing a little bit. I've had two ear operations when I was younger, so I don't really hear... I can hear further away than up close. And um, I was going to this job, and I ended up having to go earlier to be in Lee Evans' choir. It was like a Christmas special. And they phoned us up, well, can we go earlier? And I was ready with some other people because I'd done a night shift. Um, I'd done an an extra job on... um, it was Curry's and PC World when they were like merging together and there was even a Star Wars person. So we had to film at night. So we didn't have any sleep. There was three of us and we hadn't had any sleep. And because the costume fitting had been brought forward. Um, And luckily I was living in Woolwich at the time and it was only Greenwich at the O2 I had to get to. But I was on the bus because I don't drive. I, I, I can, but I'm too nervous to get in the car half the time. So I prefer getting trains and stuff. So I literally turned up and I had no sleep. They put me in the costume, um, and then we were doing rehearsals. And because it was summertime, I didn't feel like I needed that much sleep. But I hadn't slept for two proper days because there were night shoots, and it, the two other people have coffee. Well, I thought I can't have coffee uh, because it makes my heart go like quite fast. Um, but there was decaffeinated so I had it Um, and yeah I just felt like a bit um, woozy but I was like we had to do a bit of dancing so it was fine so it wasn't nice staying straight and then people could see me swaying in the rehearsal it was so hot they put big fans on and then the curtain fell on us there was like six people on one side and six people on the other side and on my side the curtain just fell but it went gradually and then it just went and it went boom 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 and I was the shortest person and I was on the end so I got a whole curtain and I was literally Mm. like I was trying to keep still and I was like waddling to trying to like get it off my head and um and the behind the scenes actually it got caught behind the scenes but I've never seen it there was a camera guy behind the scenes and he was just laughing uh I wasn't at the time and then uh (laughs) we got to go for luck and and uh, some of them were like, oh, let's go into um, like there was a few restaurants at the O2, and I know now there's loads. Um, and we ended up going to one, and it was happy hour, and they were like, you're gonna have to have a drink to go back on stage, and I was like, okay. So I had like two little mojitos, and then uh, they gave us food. On, um, they could provide us with food, so then we went back and had our um lunch. Oh, it might have been, like, brunch. Um, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were there for a few days, and we just got to do the um, help with his um, DVD. And he he was so nice. He shook all our hands, and he goes for a run to get all the adrenaline going. So he'd been for a run around the O2, and then, like, shook our hands. But um, I didn't say a lot, because I was still, like, (laughs) overwhelmed by uh, the curtain nearly knocking me out. Um, But, yeah, it was... That was a fun one and we've got actually got the I still got the outfit. Um, I have actually got the outfit, the tux. And then I saw some more tux on Big Brother. So I think they had so many left over they, and there was a task on Big Brother where they had to not get any like food on them and they all had to wear white tucks that year. So it's good like they do reuse stuff, but we got to keep our outfits because they tailored them in. They were like, It's better that like, you guys like take the outfit. So we for like ten pounds we got Shoes, top, uh, Zara blouse, um, a waistcoat. So, yeah, it was a really cool job. Um, But I just needed a day to sleep in between. But then maybe (laughs) I would not have been so overtired and hyped up. Um, Another job I did was an advert and uh, my shoes fell apart. I brought my own shoes, but they were wicker, And I didn't really think it through because we were in a um, park and it was muddy and it was all about... It was just when Zoopla got, like, had its first advent. There was, like, the main cast, and there was only two of them, but they were talking about buying a house. And then I was sat on a bench, and these two dogs came, and they were just passerbys but they wanted it to be natural, obviously. But one of the dog had started, like, scurrying, and he just, like, made my feet completely muddy. And because I had, like, wicker shoes on, they did not last. And I did ask costume, but there was only one costume costume person and they didn't have any shoes my size so I had to go when I left like it was only there for a few hours I had to go to their little town it was just like a few shops and I actually came across this boutique charity shop and I bought a pair of shoes but by the time I got home they gave me a blister but I was like at least I had I could walk on some (laughs) some sort of thing Uh, so that taught me like always bring a spare pair of shoes and then actually um just before then I was a shoe manager so I was always working with shoes so I'd sold so many pairs of shoes and then you think about um, yeah um, Oh, I had another one of my best jobs was when I got paid well it is the best job paid to eat chocolate um, nice. I, got, I got chosen to be a Callo mum uh, so is like the rice cakes um, and they brought out a chocolate brand. Um, so there's chocolate on the rice cake. So I literally got paid to eat chocolate rice cakes all day. And it was really spooky. They'd actually auditioned g- little girls to look like like to be my daughter. So when I turned up, there was just spitting image of like a mini me, and I was like, whoa! Uh, Cause I didn't expect it, and they didn't say. And then I had this um husband that was actually a model, and it was and then there was a real family. And yeah, it was really good, a really good day. Um, but I've got really odd feet, like I got blisters then. That was the only thing. Like, we were running after this big kite, um, so that's just taught me to bring like inner souls and um, blister plasters. Yeah, yeah. I, when I'm doing yeah bit of acting. And uh, oh, one job I was sick like six times. Um,
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: yeah, and. Uh, it's um, it's on my show reel. The one, yeah, Love Bite. It was a big uh, round um, rides, and we'd we filmed in England, but then one of the actors was ill, so we had to do like the, the reshoots in Scotland because um, that's where half the film was filmed. But they got a different ride, and this time it was bigger. So um, I'd been traveling as well and I hadn't missed my, they actually sent me by airplane to Scotland and I got to go from city airport, but it was too foggy um, to fly. So my flight got canceled, but luckily I just had hand luggage. So I had to then go and come out and there was someone with a Sweeney sign and I was like, I haven't even been anywhere. And I'm getting in a cab to go to Stansted. Um, And... um, Luckily, yeah, I had my costume like on me. Um I wasn't wearing it because it was like oh that you can see like the shorts and the way that they made me look like, a bit um tired. <laughs> and I was playing a 16-year-old and I thought it was really weird because I was like 21, I just got married, and then the there was two girls that I was with um in England filming, but then they they couldn't do it or they didn't end up flying everyone they decided that oh, we can just use actually Scottish people, um, like extra members in Scotland to make it easier. And it was all to do with my tattoo, really. Um, they, they'd they written in the script that they wanted to take the mickey out of a girl with a tattoo. And I saw the script and I was like, oh no, this must be me. Um, but uh, they didn't know I had a tattoo on. They were going to draw it on. So, um, yeah, it was it was really interesting. It was it was fun, but not being sick because I was literally sick six times. So they had to keep brushing my hair to hide the sick. They were going to superimpose like even more sick on, but then they decided not to. And I got this really nice hotel room, and it had like two rooms, and they had two TVs. But I didn't have time to come back. Um, I did get time to go there in the first place because um. Oh, cause I would, because um, of the fog, I had to go to the other airport. So I couldn't go to the hotel room before I started filming. And when I came back after filming, I had so much stick in my hair. I had to shower twice to get the smell out. I literally remember falling asleep for half an hour. And then I went to the rap party. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just conscious that my hair still smelled sick. It didn't. But I didn't even know if there was a rap party. So all I wore was this bubbly blue dress that i had just shoved in my bag um but it was really nice like, that scottish are really friendly um my, my granddad's scottish um so yeah so i've been blubbering on
0: no no like i said these, these are, these are <laughs> it's interesting to hear stories because um yeah i mean you, you don't you don't hear stories of people falling sick um you know six times while filming something you don't hear of uh somebody actually getting blisters on their feet because they've you know their shoes have fallen apart <laughs> um and this is, this is this is what life is really like behind the scenes this is what this is what is every day you know you, you you do your first job and you realize that okay you're not prepared you do your second job and you still go oh, i'm still not prepared i thought i had everything covered um you do your third job and you go i've got everything and then you go it's freezing cold out here and i haven't got or the tops that I need to keep warm, yeah. or anything like that. So it's it's not blabbering on. It's 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 funny stories that people people want to hear. People need to hear to to find out what life is actually like, um, because for, if you're not in this industry, you have no idea. You know, yeah, you have true. no idea.
1: Yeah, they think it's glamorous. It's one take, and then sometimes it is, uh, but most of the time, there's and there's loads of people behind, like really working their butts off like mirrors that are that means makeup artists and um stylists like they have to all get up even earlier than we do to like yeah do this like sewing costumes like i've, I've got really martin scorsese oh he's a lovely director and um my friend we both have the same name we're both called kate but she had her stage name i didn't even know about stage names Which uh, her stage name's marley And uh, we both had to be seamstresses for um, The Ventures of Hugo Cabaret, which is about this boy and he lives in a train station and he ends up having to, like, learn to fix clocks because his dad passes away or his his granddad. My memory's not great, but you've got to watch the film. It's really good. And um, my friend Kate, she's a bit naughtier than me, and she had a phone and it wasn't on silent and it went off and he looked at me... Because I was right next to her and he, he, like went to tell me off, and then I was like, and then he realized I didn't have a phone like on my skirt. And then he looked at the other Kate and she was like, Oh, I'm sorry. And she got let off. Um, <laughs> uh, she's really cute and small as well. So I think he was like, Oh, I'll let her off. <laughs> um, but um, we, there's a few stories about Hugo. I mean, there's this massive dragon that they have on the set, and it it has fire coming out of it and suddenly there was this smoke but before the smoke we saw this big flame and literally it was the rim of the massive camera that like goodness knows how much it costs got burnt off and they had to get the fire extinguisher and they had to quickly like blast it um so that's why it's so real that dragon because literally the the fire was like on that camera Uh, but we were all far away but also another story about my friend Kate she got put in these blouse and obviously some stuff is literally 100 years old and her her blouse was 100 years old and I was like doing I was just moving my arms because I'm quite like um like that I use uh because I grew up in South America so um, yeah a bit Spanish uh, when I talk I use my hands as well and uh, she was like going to me Kate what why are you like so full of beans and moving around and I was like oh just down. she's like I can't even move in my costume and I was like what why can't you move in your costume she was like this blouse is a hundred years old and they said to me if I move it's gonna rip under the armpits and I was like no <laughs> wait so she literally couldn't she could barely move she had to pretend that she was moving move very gradually um and literally after the second day it did start ripping because it's 100 years old and they're like this and they loved it because it's like really authentic and it was it was nice and silky that thing was silk so that even rips even more (laughs) and then there was two real seamstresses and they were teaching us how to use the sewing machines because i don't have a clue i saw buttons and badges but but that, that's that's my lot. Um, I don't do hems or anything like that. And Ben Kingsley as well. We worked with Ben Kingsley. He was amazing. Um, yeah, I had to sort out his collar, uh, and then actually they didn't end up showing that because I got called back in to wear this orange costume, and then I had to be a nanny, and ha- I had these two little girls that were in the circus. And uh, yeah, and I got to wear a ginger wig, and they got excited about it. They're like, "Oh, we have these ginger wigs, but it doesn't suit many people." And I was like, "Well, my nan's actually ginger. I just don't have the lovely hair. Uh, I've got the skin that you know doesn't do that well in the sun, and uh, the yellow green um, eyes."
0: So you've done you've done a fair bit. Um, why don't we? Use this opportunity to take a look at your showreel and then we'll, we'll talk a bit more okay. about that. Uh, let's find that for us. Here we go. It should play. <laughs> Having a few technicals here. Let's. Uh... I'm really no. A bit shy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let me try it one more time.
1: Do you have to mute me? Or does that
0: help? It should just work. I'm saying it should just work i'm uh, that's my technical word for it it should just work and um <laughs> it, it, if it doesn't uh i'm not sure why okay we'll have to come back to that i'll have to try and uh and and find it again and, Okay. all right cool. um but i'd like to talk about um one picture that i've got for you here and um because i think it'll be a great story and okay. um, and it reminds me of something but i won't let people know what it reminds me of, so you can tell the story. So let's bring up this picture.
1: Okay. So my agent it normally gets me like obviously, action jobs. And then she was like, oh, uh, what, you know, what, what are your hands like? And I was like, oh, they're just um like artist hands. And then a week later, um, I got a call um, from my agent saying, oh, we've got you hand uh, audition. I was like, oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So um, I was actually meant to meet my dad, but because I had this hand job, um, I didn't. And um, and that's what I texted my dad. I went, oh, sorry, I can't meet you, dad. I'm just going in for a hand job audition. And then he was like, what? And I was like, oh, um, my hands look like artist hands. They're recreating um, this um, product, car cleaning product. Um, so I've got to like draw in a window. Um, and uh, yeah, I
0: didn't realise it was rude. Like, obviously, yeah. <laughs> By the way, it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so for those that are probably younger and don't don't get the reference um, that I was talking about. It's the episode of Friends where Joey has a hand twin, and um, it's the only time I can honestly say that someone. I've ever heard or seen somebody say, "Oh yeah, 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 I'm going for a hand job." You know, but not a hand job as such. But you know, I'm I'm going for a, a job where my hands are my <laughs> are being paid. Um, but yeah, that's 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 a funny one. And can you tell us a little bit about this picture?
1: Oh, this is Mister Selfridge's, and um, again, it, like period drama, people can look so different and it was the opening of the um, store so it was actually like the first series and I had to be um, one of the like the groupies but actually you don't really see you don't really see me um, much on camera but um, what was funny because we end up filming outside in parts um, people kept coming up to me thinking I was like one of the main cast because everyone ends up looking similar in period drama and I was like, no, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm just, um, yeah, like basically, one of the background people for the day. And uh, yeah, it was, it was quite funny. It just shows that anyone can look like anyone. And um, actually, I've just done a job recently that I'm still not allowed to talk about. Um, no.
0: <laughs> Tell us what you can.
1: Um. Oh, so I worked for Sky two summers ago, and and it was amazing I got to be a midwife um, and I thought oh, this is quite interesting because um, when I used to babysit there was um, a mum and she was learning to be a midwife and if I, if I could retain more information I would try and be a midwife because it's brilliant obviously to help new lives come into this world and uh, when I turned up I had to deliver an alien they literally gave me an alien Uh, but it wasn't a real alien because i had the real babies in the day before but i think they looked at me and thought she can't be trusted even though i have had my daughter but um i haven't had a natural birth so this is the thing i didn't actually know what anything um so i i got yeah i got taught like a bit of what to do and i had to hide half the alien baby because obviously it wasn't real and there was it was smaller and because it was over COVID, we had masks on. So I had to quickly hide my mask. Um, but I had gloves on as well. So this alien baby was like sliding around because um, I had gloves on. And I was, so I just made it look as real as possible and got away with it. And they put music up and there was three people giving birth. Um, so it was quite cleverly filmed. Yeah. Okay,
0: well, um, you have to tell it's me
1: what you're Oh, sorry, yeah. It's Midwich Cuckoo. I Mid-Witch think that's how you pronounce it. Midwich Cuckoo. It's about. It's based on a book. And um, literally, it's a little sleepy town. And it's happened before. Actually, that's given too much away. Uh, oh, no. <laughs>
0: like,
1: um, <laughs> so you, find out, you have to watch the film to find out why. And, read, and if you read the book, it's really good to see the the sky version
0: okay okay um i'm going to get this picture up and we're going to move on to um, a, a couple of different questions um so okay. this, picture exp- this picture is it explains what we are okay so it explains what being behind the scenes yeah. is like so you're getting makeup from a makeup artist you've got somebody taking pictures or filming you um you're there um what's what would you say your um what would you say your most challenging experience has been um while you've been working behind the scenes um
1: i think it's when there's more than like four actors and you've all got to be at a certain place at a certain time and if one person starts going a bit quicker then you've got to go quicker and then i think so. yeah um yeah i think it's just Work all uh, rain machines that that's quite challenging I
0: <laughs> love yeah, we get to rain
1: machine in the winter um, yeah I think it's when you work with more than four people that it can be challenging and if you over then do it that seems and it's better to just do two takes and that's it um, or, or do it like another time
0: and and what made you get into this? What made you choose uh, the creative industries as 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 what you wanted to do? What 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 made you get into this sort of work?
1: Um, I oh I did lambda grades that kept me out of trouble when I was a teenager. I was I quite um, developed quite early, and I went to Catholic school. And then out of, yeah, school time, I started doing Lambda grades, which was good because it kept me out of, like, going to parks and hanging around with the wrong sort of people. So um, that was good. But then, yeah, I did actually end up giving it up. And I I actually failed all my sats. Um, and I actually got these, like, little trophies from Lambda for my acting. And I really should have gone to drama school. But I didn't even know it existed. Um, my sister already went to secondary school, so I ended up going to the same one as her, and I didn't want to go to that one. I wanted to go to this... and I wanted to go to place, uh, Cooper's, because they did swimming, and they had more of an acting department. And um, I just... My dad always... My dad said to me, oh, it's too competitive. Acting. But I ended up going down that route because I can't spell for toffee, and I thought, I, I need something. My reading's better than my spelling. So I thought at least I can read like scripts and stuff. And my memory was good then because of previously in the language grades because you had to learn lines and stuff. And I knew a few accents because when I was little I've lived in South America, so I knew I speak Spanish fluently. Which um, so I would like to. that that's my next thing I would like to do. And that's probably actually what's the most challenging thing is actually to work on a film where you don't speak the language so I'd say that is the most challenging um thing so I would like to do a novella a Spanish soap um and maybe convince people that I can speak Spanish like the whole time because I just go into a bit of both
0: <laughs> so yeah and um who would you say or yeah who would you say is your biggest inspiration in in the industry do you have anybody that you say you'd look up to or or that really has inspired you to to continue doing what you do. Um,
1: there's so many. There's so many different people that are really like inspiring. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. Um, uh, directors. A like, I always feel like directors, like, because they have to like. They they put all the effort in and they they don't really know when it comes to, like, the BAFTAs and stuff, you know, is their film going to get in there? And, yeah, people behind the scenes. Um, Yeah, I don't have one particular... I think I'm not... I never, like, as a kid had an idol or anything. Like, my idols are more like my aunties and my grandparents because they obviously had to go through, like... um, hard times um so yeah I've never been like having posters on my wall or anything like that um
0: no that's that's okay um (laughs) it's the reason why I asked that question is because um sometimes some people say um like like you've just said um you know what um I've I've seen my I've heard stories from my grandparents and um (laughs) You've envisioned what that might have been like, and you've you put yourself in their situation. Um, and funnily enough, it's it's come out in in a performance, or you know, it's it's come out in something that they've written or something that they've uh, done themselves. Um, so, it, 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 I, when it I, people also automatically assume that I mean um, somebody famous or somebody that uh, popular, well known. Um, it it could have just been um, Keith from down the road, for all I know. And yeah. Keith was. Uh, you were just watching him one time and he, he does the same thing every day and you just thought that was funny and then um you started writing a comedy sketch around it or something like that. So um inspiration comes from us uh, comes from us in all forms. Um and it's usually a lot closer to home than, than many think.
1: Yeah, Derek, Derek, Derek was inspirational. He he was um he used to do a bit of acting and he told me stories like before, way before years before I started getting in the acting industry. And yeah, Derek um, was actually also doing, he was really artistic and he's done lots of painting in my parents' house. So I would speak to him. And um, yeah, it's unfortunate, very tragic that he he passed away uh, quite a few years ago now in his um, sleep, I think. And um, yeah, he used to tell me really funny stories. Like they could bring pets on sets. Like you can't bring a pet on set now. Um, And there was an agency called Mad Dogs apparently people brought dogs then but um yeah I just thought that was funny about pets
0: yeah mad dogs are still around by the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah um uh let's go with this one because one might be uh quite a good one to know what what skills have you gained from doing this what what sort of what skills do you feel that you that have benefited you in, in your personal life or in your uh, in your creative life what skills have you gained or a skill that you, you feel you've gained
1: um, to see people but you to to imagine what they're doing but don't look in, don't look at them like like you've got it like obviously yeah in acting like you've got to imagine what you look like in front of the camera because this is what I wish I did media when I left school at 16 i didn't know what i wanted to do and i ended up doing being a beautician but i wish i could see what it's like behind the scenes like that's why i wish i did like camera making because then i could know what the director and the producer are all seeing so yeah i just know now more to like imagine what people are doing behind um so you can all like yeah don't trip over the person next to you or to the right (laughs) and
0: So and that's the
1: skill like predict what other people are going to do
0: and what would you say has been your best experience
1: um, oh there's, there's quite a few um, the job that I'm not allowed to talk about is pretty good experience um, yeah just meeting people that I just like don't take life too seriously and yeah doing stuff that's positive for the world that we live in and yeah I mean I still think some of my best experiences like it's the year of the rabbit so this year I think there's going to be a few more um like jobs good experience jobs yeah <laughs> but that's I think do like, cool. more of my homework that's what I've learned I can't just be like oh yeah I mean sometimes you can't wing it Um, And that's what about the job I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, I literally, yeah, I don't don't have a clue. And I was asking my dad um, more stuff because it's one of his hobbies. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, I was just like, I don't, um, yeah, I kind of live in my own world. And, yeah, that's the thing. It's like when you've got to, yeah, be an actress and you've got to play the part, you kind of need to know a bit more about the person because that's their life like their hobby in their life, they're they're breathing it, doing it all the time. And then, and they've got the skill sets. And when you're, when you haven't, uh, (laughs) you've got to learn the skill sets. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, then that, that leads me into, into, into hopefully one that um, should be, it should be quite interesting. Um, You're saying about people um, having the skill sets and stuff like that. I know you mentioned Martin Scorsese earlier, but who have you worked with that has really surprised you? Um,
1: oh, no, I don't know. Am I allowed to? Am uh, allowed to say?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, oh, quite a few people have like um. Uh, there's, there's, like, different diff- – oh, I did three shoots um, with um, Tom Cruise and uh, he was really, like, on the ball. Like, he noticed the painting wasn't there and it was, like, a long corridor. And he was doing, like, everyone's – not doing everyone's job, but that's the thing. He knew everyone's job down to a T, tee. And um, so that was quite – I thought, wow, and um, you know, um, Jonathan Ross, yep. um, like his memory is amazing. I I didn't actually work with him. I just went to watch his comedy over COVID. Um, so I've got actually two COVID masks of Jonathan Ross <laughs> on my on my <laughs> mouth. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's quite a few. Like directors as well but I'm not really good at pronouncing their names who I've worked with um again who have just known everyone's job like they know what everyone's doing so they've obviously like not even being able to like go home the day before and rest like they've had to like look at what everyone's doing so the next day it's all like running smoothly okay and um
0: I think I've got a final one for you. Are you currently working on anything? Is there anything we should be looking out for um, th- that you want to that you want people to 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 watch or buy? In, like you know, you, you said you're uh, an artist doing uh, picture books uh, for people. So is there anything that we should look out for?
1: Um, yeah, there's a book called Terry's Travelling Trousers that I um have drawn. And um, my friend Teresa has written the second one. And the first one's called Terry's Tram Trousers and the Punky Pirates. And the second one's called uh, Terry's Tram Trousers and the Quirky Queen. And um, so we're just, um, yeah, it's literally going to go to print this year, um, both the books. So it's been a long time coming because I've, in between like not having work and COVID, um, lockdown, yeah. COVID, I've been. Um, like busy um, drawing sketches and then putting them on the iPad and then um, doing it all two D. It's not quite three D. I'm not at that stage yet. But uh, I got inspired by my daughter um, and my stepson when they used to watch like Peppa Pig and that. And I thought I can do I can I, I can do stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and I have got some I have got a book online that is actually free. Um, called Oh Well What the Hell and it's it was meant to be oh well can't spell what the hell but it was too long so i got rid of that and that's about dyslexia and i had a fictional character Well, oh, it was it's me but i just didn't want to say it was me and there's just two things that aren't real in it like um she get mad she gets married and then she um no she goes sailing and then gets married but in real life i was married when i went sailing and it's quite funny actually yeah the character was called holly and then i end up having a girl i didn't know if i was a boy or a girl and i end up calling her holly so yeah people could think it's about my daughter but she's not dyslexic um and i am so yeah, that's, still, that's still on um um online for free if people got Kindle you can download it so um that was the book that i did years ago because that's what i thought i thought oh when i have a for children um I need like enough income so I need to be like a a, a, um author but it was hard to get known and I didn't have the money to advertise so that hasn't quite worked out and I think I forgot about that I could draw but I actually went into like Apple store and I was like can I have an Apple pen please they're like "Eh? no we don't have those and then five years later um, my ex-husband was like, "Kate, look in the window of Apple. They've got Apple pens." So I went in there and I was like, "Oh, I want one!" <laughs> so I bought it, and then I was like, "Oh, it's quite hard to. It's not as easy as I thought." So it took me a whole year to like learn to draw, and then it sort of just spiraled, yeah, from there.
0: Well, we'll we'll put details of of, of your book um, so that people can download it on their Kindles and. Um... Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be good to good to read with the little ones as well. Um before I let you go, I've been thinking of what what should be our our ending question. And um I think this one is probably best. Okay, so if if you were getting into this industry for the first time, what bit of advice would you give yourself?
1: try and get someone who looks like because if you are think I've ever done I, my friends who I met on jury service I sent her for an extra job because I booked myself um, yeah I double booked myself basically so I couldn't be in two places at once so uh, I sent her and it was actually my local job at the, the theatre so she just had to sit at the theatre but it was like continuity, so I'd been one day, and then I had to be there the next day, and my dad was like really worrying, and I was like, "Dad's like, it's not you, it's me. That like, I'm gonna get fired." <laughs> or uh, they work out that you know I have to be in two this at once. But um, I, I love to like always go on new sets, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do the other job," um, instead of the other local job, and also I thought because it's a new, new place, they're gonna literally you know when it's a new job they'll look at you for the first time so they're more likely to yeah put you on a new costume and yeah and it was just a so um yeah it was like my family tree or something like that if some comedy thing that I ended up doing and the other one was about x-factor I think or yeah yeah x-factor thing sorry what okay. was the, did I not answer the question?
0: I mean, kind of. I mean, be prepared. I, I guess is what we take from that. And uh, <laughs> um, Kate, uh, it's been wonderful chatting to you. Um, I'm definitely going to have you back on again, um, and we'll just get an update because this is the year of the rabbit. You are Stormborn. Um, for those of you that watch Game of Thrones, the nearest Targaryen was Stormborn. So I'm not calling you um, oh, the nearest. But uh, yes, you are Stormborn, the Year of the Rabbit, so we'd like to have you back again um, to get an update with everything and um, and hopefully next time I'll get your show all working.
1: <laughs> oh, that's alright. And um, I'm hoping that I haven't um, given too much away about what I'm not allowed to talk about and the actors I'm not allowed <laughs> to compliment because, yeah, I've got to keep my mouth stum- but uh, thank you.
0: Zip it. Lock it, stick it in your pocket. That's what you always say. Um, But thank you for having the time to talk to us. Um, You're Kate Sweeney, Kate and Kent, for those of you that are looking her up. They call me Stephanie. Stephen. Stephanie Stephen.
1: (laughs) On Instagram, Kate and Kent. Thank
0: you for your time. Thank you so much. And thank you for for joining us. And like I said, we'll get you back and we'll get an update um, a little on later in the year to find out just how the year The Rabbit has been for you.
1: Oh, thank
0: you. Have a lovely evening. You too. Bye bye.